It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Hey, this is Paul Brazier. We're live with Priority Talk today, and I'm excited to be here. Jason, it's good to see you again. Seems like just yesterday we were together. Yeah, a little over uh, a little 23 hours <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, something like that. Ago. Yeah, something like that. I'm filling in for Greg Davis today on Priority Talk, and um, he is away on vacation. I uh, hope you all are having a happy 4th of July, Greg, and Sandy, and the rest of the family. And uh, we're going to have a good one, too, here. Uh, if you want to join us, 941-1011 uh, is our phone number. So you give us a call and join in with us. And um, I just realized something. I got something going over here, and I had something loud. Anyway, um, y- y'all join in with us, and, and all. I've got a couple things I want to share with you. One, if you're a pastor— or a member of a church, and you guys celebrate what God has done for our country for over 200 years now on Sundays, and he mentions that, or he preaches about that, or you got something special, your choir's going to sing something special, I want you to call in and let us know what you're doing. And uh, that way you can kind of let folks know in your area that we as Christians, we support our country. We support what God's doing in our country, and we try to really contribute a lot to our country uh, in the spiritual fabric especially. Uh, with the Lord and by the way we act and what we do and I want you to just call in let us know what your church does Uh, we've got a fireworks display going on tomorrow night at our place and then uh, I I will mention uh, several things uh, during the message and uh, I know we'll be singing some songs that are patriotic songs but they're to the Lord and thanking him for what he's given us so if you want to call in and let us know what's going on I'd love for you to call in and encourage the rest of the folks to be in church I know a lot of folks are on vacation i get that but there's a lot that's not traveling this year because of the prices and the gas and did i mention that oh god that's not good uh but anyway uh, there's a lot of folks that's not traveling and and they can do some wonderful things uh, at their church to give god thanks for what they do have and uh, and enjoy that and so if you want to call in i want all of you folks to call in let us know what's going on at your church we want to celebrate what god is doing in, in your church for the country uh, i know you're praying for the country uh you so into so good seeds into your church family so that they can be better citizens and uh, and build the kingdom of God here in America and that's what it's all about amen amen uh, other thing I want to share with you is this this is going to be fun um this is going to be fun I'm calling this the Fourth of July trivia and I want you to help me I want to know how much our listeners know about the Fourth of July and some of these questions are going to be kind of you know, some may be a little cheesy, but for the most part, they're pretty good. It's mostly history. Uh, some of you will have to pull out your American history book, or some of you will pull out your American history book called Google and, and Google Answers. But I want you to call in with answers, and maybe you've got a question that, can, uh, um, that we need to look up so we can find it, and possibly an answer, too. So uh, we're going to have Fourth of July trivia. Again, get ready to call in in just a little bit. And uh, we will uh, um, we'll, we'll entertain your answers, 
and then we'll we'll talk about the answers that I've I've get I've given, and uh, or that I'll be giving you, and uh, and see how close we are together on these things. You know, it it really kind of surprises me that a lot of folks do not know much about our history here at the here in America. Uh, some of the history has been uh, covered up a little bit. Uh, some of it's been glossed over some, and I'm not trying to be mean or political, nothing like that. But, but by the same token, there's just a lot of stuff that's not being taught in, the, in America today. We're teaching what's going on now and how people are making choices, but we're not teaching the foundational stuff that we were built on like we used to. And so I want to share some things like that that's foundational, and some is just, just basic trivia too. But I wanted you to hear some things uh, that are really, really cool and uh, about um, America, our country, uh, the land of the free and home of the brave, and, and all. So you guys get ready to call in. I'm going to have some questions in just a moment. And again, if you want to call in and share what your church is doing, I want you to call them. Let us know what's going on as we celebrate uh, what God has done for our country. Fourth of July, what a great, great time. Um, Fourth of July is something that I, I really enjoy a lot. Funny thing is, funny thing is, On the 4th of July, I've been on many youth trips during the 4th of July uh, as the speaker or as a youth or as a youth evangelist or as a youth minister. Um, 4th of July, I've been in a lot of places. But then I've also been at home. Uh, There's a lot of neat things that's happened on the 4th of July. My first Sunday as a pastor was uh, uh, at the first church that I pastored was on the 4th of July. The funny thing is, is when I came to Central where I am now a year ago, my first Sunday was the 4th of July. So it's kind of interesting that, that every time I pastor a church, and my first Sunday is going to be the 4th of July. So I'm not real sure what that's about, but um, it's pretty neat. Uh, anyway, uh, um, give us a call. Let us know what's going on. And, uh, and I know that uh, um, we'll learn a lot today and have fun, too. Uh, 205-941-1011 uh, here on Priority Talk. And by the way, we're on AM850. If you're traveling and you can't, you lose us. On uh, 101.1 FM, try the AM version of uh, 850, and you may pick us up that way. Uh, when I lived in the Pell City area, I had to listen to 850, and, and it was a good signal over there with 850. But 101.1 goes a long, long ways now, and that is great. And that is really great. Uh, but anyway, just uh, you give us a call and let us know what's going on. Beautiful day outside, a little bit of rain, but, boy, it really came at a good time, and it's feeling really good. We got a caller on line one? All righty. Who we got on line one? We got Ben. Hey, Ben, what's going on? Yeah. Hi. Um, so this is actually my first time listening to your show. All right. Um, Thanks for calling. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Um, I normally listen to Night Vision with Pastor George Bogle. Yeah. On, on 103.5 WMUV. Uh-huh. And, and, um... When they announce the radio stations at the top of the hour, I download the app so I can, um, so that I can, um, uh, it, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Get a little nervous? Yeah. Oh, you're good. Just, just go ahead. What, what's your, you've got a question? you got something you want to tell me? Um... Well, I, um, I actually was just going to tell you, um, I was adopted a, a couple of weeks ago on June 10th. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. 
Thank you, Jason. You're, you're adopted. That's fantastic. How old are you, Ben? Um, I'll be 15 on July 14th. All right. And you'll be, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Where do you live at? Um, in Troy, Michigan. Troy, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, you, so how are you picking us up here? Are you on Facebook or something? Oh, I have the app on my phone. Oh, okay. I got you. You're in Troy, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Wow, we had anybody call from Troy, Michigan before, Jason? This is our first time, but we're, we're glad to have you yeah. here with us, Ben. That's awesome. That's fantastic, Ben. Where do you go to church Thank at you. up there? Um, it's called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm a Mormon. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you're listening to us, and um, uh, you'll hear a lot of great stuff about the Lord here. And uh, on okay. uh, on XJC, you'll hear uh, mm-hmm. great truths about the Scriptures, and um, and I'm sure that mm-hmm. will enlighten you in great ways. And we're glad to have you call in, man, and I hope and pray you'll listen a lot more. Today we're going to do some yeah. trivia stuff today, though. And uh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and ask you the first question. And uh, if you okay. don't if you don't know the answer, it's okay, all right? Because I will let some folks, okay. and I know some of them are going to cheat and look it up, and that's all. That's that's fine. The Revolutionary mm-hmm. War that was the war that that we uh, won our independence from Great Britain, right? So, right. so who was the first person to give their life mm-hmm. to die in the Revolutionary War? Do you know? That's a tough question. Ooh. I didn't know until about six years ago. Oh, um, <laughs> and I'm 62 now. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't. It took me till I was 56 years old before I learned who the first person to die in the Revolutionary War was, and I don't remember it being taught Ooh. in um in in uh in high school. Ooh. But maybe it is. I don't know. But I thought I'd ask you because you're getting close to high school age and are in high school. Well, I mean, any idea? I'm actually, um, I'm actually still in middle school. Oh, that's super. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, but I don't, I don't know the answer. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you in just a little bit. Okay. And thank you for calling, Ben, from Troy, Michigan. Thanks for coming on, Ben. Yeah. You have a blessed day. Okay. And Me what, too. And I have one. I have one more question. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. What is WXJCHD two? Is that WDJC then? If yeah, it WDJC is. WDJC HD2 is on. Yeah, it's kind of like a WFCC? sister station to w, um, WDJC. Is that what that is? Oh, yeah, it's a high, high definition. It's a high definition is. version of the um, of um, of uh, uh, XJC. Yeah. Oh. So that's good. Good question. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? <laughs> um, no, that's it. All right. Well, you take care, Ben. God bless you, and we'll be praying for you, okay? Thank you. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. All right. Never had somebody from Michigan call. That's pretty awesome. I'm going to brag, man. That, that's, that's a new one I don't even think Greg did that before. <laughs> Greg, we went up to you today, brother. Yeah. It you ain't because of me, man. putting out and, 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 and like letting people know that you all over the United States with that app now. I've been trying to tell you. I We're do. worldwide. you got to re- reinforce that. And Paul just comes in. Bits, and there it nice is, on, and, and people calling in from out of state now. That's awesome. So that app really moves around, then doesn't? I did. I had no clue. Oh, absolutely. If you're anywhere in the world and you got that on your phone, oh man, and you got internet access. Really? You can you can mm-hmm. listen to us anywhere, and that's awesome. Man, oh man. Well, that, that that's a that's a good first fifteen minutes we've had. I guess we can go to a break right now. Y'all remember I've asked the question. 
Who's the first person to die in the Revolutionary War? Let's see who's going to be the first one to answer that. And again, if you want to call in and let us know what your church is doing to celebrate what God's done for our country, let me know, okay? Y'all call us in in just a few moments. We'll be back in just a minute. Thanks. Priority Talk. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184-762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212 Six years ago was my opportunity to get the first loan through Fox Mortgage and Jim. He was able to get me a pretty decent rate at the time. And six years later, I'm looking at a refi. Gary talks about his mortgage experience working with Fox Mortgage president, Jim Corey. I was actually with a military-friendly banking institution and was going with them initially. And then I had an issue with trying to track down a VA certificate of eligibility. And I called Jim's office. When I asked him the question, he says, well, any reason you're not going with me again? So I said, well, I, I thought I got the best rate. And he says, well, let me let me check. So he, he checked, and he actually beat the rate that I was currently thinking that it couldn't be beat. So he's a repeat performer. Uh, he's phenomenal in everything he does. He keeps the ball rolling. I can't say enough about how pleasant the experience was. He made everything easy. We went through and closed in less than 30 days. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage president Jim Corey and his team create lasting relationships with all of their clients, and they've been helping many of our listeners across North Alabama. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call 205-661-6868. That's Fox Mortgage at 205-661-6868. They're quick as a fox. This is David Jeremiah. Hello, friends. Michael Youssef here with Leading the Way. Hi, this is George Barna, researcher and author. Hi, this is the Reverend Michael Spurlock with the movie All Saints. This is Brooks Gibbs, author and speaker, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Back with Priority Talk. This is Paul Brazier live on the air today on 101.1 FM. Call us at 205-941-1011 if you want to join us. Got two or three things going on today. Uh, one of the things is, is we want to know what your church is doing uh, to celebrate what Jesus the Lord has done in our country over all these years, and especially on the 4th of July. A lot of churches do some neat things. Uh, some of them do meals. Some of them do music. Some of them do preaching videos, uh, some like us will even do fireworks displays or all kind of things going on for the church folks to celebrate in a wholesome and good atmosphere what the Lord has done in our country. And so I want to know what you're doing. So give us a call. Let us know. It could be your pastor. It could be uh, somebody on staff or it can be a member of the church. You come, you call and let us know what you're doing, okay? It could be your choir singing something. Then also, uh, I'm having some trivia already. And uh, I'm asking some trivia questions about the 4th of July. So get out your American history books and, and, or get out your thinking caps and let's see if what we can remember about uh, the Revolutionary War, about de- the Declaration of in- Independence, and uh, all these things that surround the 4th of July, our Independence Day that we celebrate every year. So you give us a call. Our first question was a tough one. I gave you a tough one because I didn't know about it until I was about 56 years old. And I'm 62 now. And so uh, the first person to die in the Revolutionary War, is nobody has called me about that yet. I don't understand. That must have been a real tough one. I will give people a clue, though. 
Uh, he was best friends with a famous actor who just died not too long ago, George Burns, who was <laughs> ancient, uh, basically, you know, older than dirt and fell off a charm bracelet, you know. But no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I, I don't know. It, it could have been Rob Roy Fingerhead for all I know. I'm just making up names. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and answer this one and get on to something they may know. Uh, this one, this is how I found out about this one, Jason. We, um, I, I'm at the Veterans Home every Tuesday at 10 o'clock for the most part. And uh, um, I'm, I'm usually there. If I'm not sick or out of town, I'm there teaching. Been there for eight or nine years, however long the, the facility's been there in Pell City. And um, one year, I believe it was my third year there, uh, they, they um, brought a painting in. And it's in their lobby. And when you go in the lobby, there's a painting. It's probably about eight or nine feet tall. And it's probably about 15 feet wide. And a guy from Fairhope, Alabama painted it. And it's a beautiful picture. And it, it's a picture of soldiers from every war, starting with the Revolutionary War, on up to now. And, um, and so there's three of these things. Uh, one of them's, I think, in the Smithsonian Institute. And another one, I believe, is in one of the Capitol buildings. And then the other one is right there in Pell City, Alabama. Beautiful painting. Uh, again, a guy from Fairhope uh, painted that. Beautiful painting. Well, if you look on the painting at the bottom left, there is a picture of a man wearing a white, white uniform. And he and, I, and, and the guy told us that the, uh, the, the artist of this painting came and told us, said, hey, um, I want you to know every war is represented. And he told about everybody. He says, but my favorite one is this guy here on the, on the right. He was the first person to die in the Revolutionary War. He, he was an African-American man. And uh, uh, some say he was mulatto, but, but the, the, the historians tell us that he was an African-American man. Uh, they do not believe he was a slave. He fought in this war, and uh, in the first battle of Boston, he died, and he gave his life um, for the country. He was the first person to pass away uh, because of, of, of fire. His name was Crispus Attucks, C-R-I-S-P-U-S-A-T-T-U-C-K-S, Crispus Attucks. Uh, tremendous man. It, was, it says it was a violent incident, uh, became a rallying point for the American patriots led by Samuel Adams. His body was laid out uh, in a place called Faneuil Hall in Boston. Patriot leaders organized a funeral procession for the five who were killed. He was the first. Paul, Re uh, excuse me, uh, Paul Revere produced an engraving shown uh, in, um, in, Boston, in the Boston Massacre, and it used as propaganda something used to help um, help or harm uh, to cause the individual to demand the removal of British troops from Boston. And so they, uh, they used his death as a rallying crime. Uh, he was somebody who was revered. Um, I know Paul Revere probably was too a little bit because of his name, but Christmas Attucks was a, was a true American hero. And so um, we're real proud of that. All right, I got another question. Uh, and I hope and pray we got listeners out there. I'm told that the Friday before a holiday is usually kind of dead. Is that true? Yeah, everybody's usually uh, hopping in the car and either heading down on the freeway down to the coast <laughs> or they're hopping in a plane to go visit someone in another part of the country usually. Yeah, well, those that's in a car, they can grab their phone and call us like, uh, like Ben did from Troy, Michigan. That's amazing. He had a 15-year-old call us from Troy, Michigan a minute ago. Uh, but I'll ask this question. Where was the first celebration of Independence Day held? Anybody got a clue on where that was? Mrs. Miggins Pie Shop. You think so? Really? I'm kidding. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, where was the first celebration of Independence Day held? Anybody want to give a 
get call in and let us know about that. Um, I don't think it was Ms. Miggins' pie shop. It wasn't Colonel Sanders either. He was yeah. still he was still a young lad at that point. Though a lot of people probably wanted it to be there, especially yeah. Baptists. Yeah, and, and the Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's right, man. Kentucky Fried. I can remember when that started. Oh yeah. I mean, I can remember being in Georgia. I lived in uh, I grew up in, in uh, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, and I can remember going to KFC, and uh, and we'd pull up and it was an incline kind of a driveway. But it was still a drive-in like deal. They'd come and bring the food out, and we would eat it in the car. And, man, I can remember licking my fingers when I was a little boy, man. So they wouldn't let you leave the parking lot with their food, right? You had to eat it there on yeah. spot. Well, we ate it there. That's just like a drive-in almost. So, so what you're saying is Colonel Sanders' crew back then was pretty pretty militant in, in, in their, their way yeah. of making sure you ate on the premises. I'm kidding. Well, that's right. Well, it's kind of like a Sonic in a way. You, they'd put stuff in your yeah, window Yeah, it's like you're, you were ready. You were yeah. right there. They brought it on a tray. Yeah, that's the way yeah. they did it then. And uh, um. And then that was early in the 60s, because I was born in 1960. And then right before we left Atlanta, or the Atlanta area, uh, a thing, a place opened up, I think it was in 1968, somewhere in that area, that time zone, um, just in another town next to our town, and it was called Chick-fil-A. And so we go to, we we move back to Birmingham, back to Leeds, Alabama, where my parents were, and, uh, and they... Uh, we went back there to to uh, to Leeds to, to to do the rest of my growing up. Home of the Green Wave. Home of the Green Wave. You know, go go Green Wave. And so we um we went back to Leeds, and my mom would say all the time, "Boy, I really miss Chick Fil A." <laughs> and so uh, when I get to be uh, when I was probably a senior in high school, I got a job over at Sears Century Plaza selling paint for the for Sears Paint Department, and uh, uh, and so I was over there, and wouldn't you know it. They moved to Chick-fil-A in right next door. Man, I ate there all the time. <laughs> I ate there all the time. It was amazing. But I enjoyed it. Nobody's calling me. I don't get it. Where was the first celebration of Independence Day held? We ought to know that. We got off on chicken. I don't get it. <laughs> mm. Somebody, they must have got into chicken. I don't know what the deal is. but I got an idea where it might be, but I'm not going to say. Oh, well, no you can spoiler try. alert there. You can try. You can try. I'll let you try. Because I got about 30-something questions. This could take us all week. To do this, you know, I'm probably going to be wrong on this because it, 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 I'm thinking it's one place, but it's probably going to be the other. But I'm thinking Philadelphia. You nailed it. You nailed it. I, I also thought about New York. So yeah, it was Philadelphia. That's where the Liberty Bell was rung. So you did good. I guess we're going to go to the break at the bottom of the hour. Y'all come back. I've got some more questions. I want to ask you this one question: Every Independence Day, how many times does the Liberty Bell ring? How many times? Y'all call us in on the next part. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Daryl Strawberry used to bring crowds to their feet with his towering home runs at Chase Stadium. 
but he didn't find peace until he fell on his knees before God. Now he's coming to an event near you. The 413 Men's Conference will be held at Jasper High School in Jasper on Friday night, July 15th and Saturday, July 16th. It will be an opportunity to hear great speakers like Strawberry, Alabama's Jeremiah Castile, and Auburn football's Chet Williams. But it will also be a venue to get biblical and practical tools to work through the issues of life and step into a spiritual leadership role in your circles of influence. To register, visit PriorityTalkRadio.com forward slash events. Take the first step towards a breakthrough. We'll see you there. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... All right, we're back on Priority Talk 101.1 FM. This is Paul Brazier sitting in for my friend and brother, Greg Davis, uh, who's out on vacation. And um, miss, miss Greg being here. We always had a lot of fun together, and he'll be back this next week. Maybe we can have some fun next week. But just want you to know, we're doing 4th of July trivia questions. And also, we'd like for you to call in and advertise what your church is doing this weekend. We want this Sunday to be a very high attendance day in all churches. And so this is your chance to advertise a little bit and to let folks know what you're doing to celebrate uh, what God has done in our country for the last for over 200 years now. And um, so we want you to call in, let us know what you're doing. It may be a song y'all are singing or some songs you're doing that, that, that says, thank you, Lord, for what's, what you've done. Or maybe there's a preacher that's out there with a message that he just cannot wait to preach that's about what God has done for our country for many years. Or, or maybe there's some other celebration, food. We talked about fried chicken a little while ago. That's a good way to celebrate it, uh, even though most folks are going to celebrate hot dogs. Do you know that's the number one thing? That's one of my questions I was going to ask, but I'm gonna, I about let that one out of the bag already. The number one thing that people eat on this weekend is hot dogs. This is true. It's very true. Yeah. Except for the spam version of hot dogs, which, of <laughs> course, that's only eaten in Hawaii. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> Hawaiians are big on spam for some reason are or another. really? I've never understood that. It's it's a big cultural thing, but uh, huh. uh, spam and pineapple, you know, it's for some reason or another that 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 is like an ongoing thing with with Hawaiians and has been for decades. Now. I didn't know that. Absolutely, I it's, really it's the strangest thing in the world. But you know, hey, but you know, I was raised on it, and I <laughs> after I moved out of the house, I thought I'd never want to see another piece of spam in my life. <laughs> well, you know, we had spam growing up, but we would always my my mom and dad would always cut it. And um, you know, cut it in those long pieces and, and and put it on the skillet, you know, and true fry it out. They they never ate it. Well, just... you know, it's speaking of spam, it's first cousin bologna. Yeah, I like know, that, that too. Now the funny thing about that, I I didn't know this, and I, I was I kind of promised I wasn't gonna let the cat out of the bag, but hey, it's Friday. <laughs> Two yeah. days ago, Greg was in a a, a bologna eating contest. Was he really? fried bologna? By no the kidding. way. I'm kidding. I'm just making that up. <laughs> I know. I just thought I'd but go I could. But I can see Greg going. You know what? I'm going to compete and I'm going to win. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna eat the most fried bologna of anybody here. So, really? <laughs> I'm just I'm being serious. I, I, I'm I'm just teasing. It. Greg Greg eats some interesting things. And, he does. Uh, oh, he really does. I've and been with him a lot of places. You know, this is a nice thing. Every once in a while, he if he's down coming back from Montgomery, he will actually call and ask me, "Hey, I'm running by the Peach Place over here with oh, some yeah. of those fried pies. Do you want one?" I'm like, "Yes, please." You don't even have to call. Just do oh, it. Man. You know? Just Ooh. do it. They're awesome. Uh, Greg and I have been in a lot of places together. We, uh, um, I tell you something funny that happened. 
I never will forget it. And uh, I know I'm jumping ship on some of the things we're talking about, David. This is just a hoot. We, uh, we took a bunch of the kids from the inner city uh, when I was with First Party down to a leadership conference that Jay Strack did down in, in Orlando. And so, so with, we took them to the conference. We drove two vans down there, and we had some other youth ministers help us. I believe um, the church where he goes, where Joey Hill is the pastor. I believe Joey went with us. Yeah, Joey was there. And Joey was a youth pastor at the time. And uh, so we go down there. We've got these kids. We've been through a lot of the stuff that Jay Strack went through. And two of the days that you go down there, one, one day you spend the night in the shark tank, not in the water, but down there where you can view up under the water. And, and Jay talks about swimming with the sharks in life, what it's like and how we're to get along in life, you know. And so that was an interesting thing. But then one of the days they, they bought us tickets for MGM. And so we took all these kids to MGM. And about that time, and of course, I'm the old guy. I mean, I'm, I, back then I was older than Greg. I was, what, 37, probably 38. And Greg was probably about 20. 25, 26. Joey Hill was about the same age. And so Joey comes up to me and he says, hey, man, um, we got we to gotta go do something. I said, what? And he told me, and I was like, really? And, uh, and about the time Greg said, we're going to have to do it now. I said, why? He says, well, Joey's, Joey really wants us to go, and some of the other youth ministers want to go, and we probably need to go just to ride herd on them. I said, what are we doing? He says, we're going to go watch WCW Wrestling. You remember that? Man, it is. Oh my it, goodness! Oh God! Really? It is so stinking scripted. It's unbelievable. Of course, oh, you yeah. know it anyway. I knew it anyway. I said, "Why well, don't I want to go watch that?" And they, they said, "You just got to do it one time, just to see what it's like." So we we went in over there, and um, and I want you to know we got there. And about that time, this little old lady rolls in in a wheelchair. She looks like she's three hundred years old, and she's sitting right by the door where all these guys come out, all these wrestlers come out, and then they announced the the first wrestler is some wrestlers and these twin boys and they brought a table out and set it beside the the ring and i said one of them's gonna fall out and hit that table i bet and and uh, greg says what well, probably will and about that time the announcer came out and says okay folks before we start filming this when i put my thumb up to the air y'all cheer real loud yay and we practiced he said when i put my thumb down y'all boo boo and so it's all scripted and so the whole time he says y'all watching me and uh, when, when something happens, I'm going to give you the yay or the nay, and y'all just do it. So by that time, the next co- couple wrestlers come out, and one of them picks a fight with a 300-year-old woman, you know, and, uh, and she's like, ah, and getting out of her chair, and he pushes her down the chair and all, boo, you know, and all this stuff. But they get in the ring. Sure enough, one of those twins come flying out of the rink, and he hits the table and breaks it in half. It breaks his fall as he hits the ground. And, um, and I'm looking at Greg. I said, man, this is the most scripted thing I've ever seen in my life. And, but, it, but you know, it was really fun. It was really fun. To, I had more fun watching Joey and some of the other youth ministers just cracking up and getting into it and having a ball. And it was one of the most funny things Greg and I have ever done together. And when we're together, we always talk about that one sometimes because it, it was just it was hilarious. It's just hilarious. Imagine that would have been even more exciting if and Andre the Giant came back to life <laughs> and like ate, just came in there and ate everybody. Yeah, uh, the the guy that like, I'm feeling a bit hungry right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had him, and then uh, there was a couple guys that if I were to mention their names, you, if I could remember their names, you you'd remember. But one of them was the the lip guy, uh, something lips, um, thunder lips they called him. And then uh, uh, there was I a, believe I remember him. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty crazy, you know. But there there's several of them that was pretty funny. But anyway, I just uh, Greg and I have had a lot of fun. We've been through a lot of things together. Um, Good times, tough times, prayerful times, mostly, and we watched God do some neat things, and uh, I really appreciate Greg just giving me opportunity to, to just come and have some fun with him up here. Uh, anyway, 
Every Independence Day, how many times does the Liberty Bell ring? There is a very meaningful number. Hmm. Interesting. With I country. got an idea, but I'm probably wrong on it. Really? Well, let's see. Somebody call in and just say you're listening, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Otherwise, Jason and I are having a ball. We'll answer all these questions before too long. That's right. That's true. Are right, you going to try it? Give it a shot. Uh, I'm going to guess 13. Nailed it. Ah. Nailed it. Man, you're really good. You're I, really good. I love it. I fell in love with history <clears throat> after high school. Yeah. And, and I've, I've been a history buff ever since then. So I'm really fascinated with, you know, going as far back as I can to find out about things to see where it leads up to where we are here now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. It's, it's interesting to see what, um, what God has done through the years and how he's used you know, adversity, whether it be wars or things we've gone through as a country to, to bring us back to where we need to be. And um, I really think in some areas of our, our walk in America, I believe there's some things that's happening to bring us back. You know, the Supreme Court decisions or some things that, that we're living in a very historical time. We really are. And uh, pretty neat. Um, anyway, next question. Next question. Uh, the 4th of July commemorates which document? That's an easy one. The 4th of July commemorates which document? Somebody call in and talk to us about this. Uh, which document does the 4th of July commemorate? And uh, we got somebody online, don't we? All righty. Who we got online with us? Got, we got somebody there? Okay. Who have I got? Hello? Ben. There you are. Who, who am I talking to? There, there we go. There you go. Um, it's Ben. Oh, Ben. Okay. Hey, Ben. Ben. From Michigan. Oh, you called back. Okay, Ben. What's up? Yeah. Um, is the answer 13? Because that's the answer that I found online. Yeah, that was the answer for the uh, uh, Liberty Bell ringing 13 times. Yeah. 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 Jason mm-hmm. nailed that one a minute ago. Hey, I got a new one oh. for you. The 4th of July commemorates which document? What does the 4th oh. of July commemorate? The signing of which document? Um, you'll get this one. Of independence. There you go. The Declaration of Independence. That's what it commemorates. You did good, Ben. Mm-hmm. I'm proud. They're teaching you, you something up in in, in Troy, Michigan, <laughs> then, aren't they? That's good stuff. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll ask I you. Might, oh, go ahead. Oh, I might be the only one calling today. <laughs> <laughs> you may be. You may be. Uh, let me ask you this: What is the proper okay. way? What's the proper way to fold the American flag? Do you know that? Okay. Um, a triangle. A triangle. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's that's good. Do you know why they fold it in a triangle? Um, to show respect. To show we're what? Um, re- respect. Respect. Of the American foot, yeah. Well, it, it is. It's to show respect in some ways, but the, the actual original reason they folded into a triangle, it commemorates mm-hmm. the, the type of hats that George Washington and his fellow patriot soldiers wore. They wore triangular-shaped mm-hmm. hats, and I did not know oh. that. I did not know that. I thought, I thought it had something to do with um, uh, something uh, philosophical or even uh, religious, but, um, but it's strictly— uh, because their hats were in the shape of a triangle, and it commemorates oh. that. Isn't that interesting? Pretty yeah. cool. Pretty mm-hmm. cool stuff. Um, yeah. That's good. 
Learn something new every day, don't we? Yeah. All righty. Right, this is a simple one. I'll ask you this one, too. I know you can get this one. Okay. How many okay. stars and stripes does the flag have? How many stars do we have and how many stripes do we have? Um, um. How many stars and how many stripes? Pull out a flag and start counting, huh? <laughs> yeah. Is it is it twelve? Uh, you mean twelve stripes? Is that what you're saying? Well, both. Um, well, there's a different number. There's a different number for the stars oh. and different number for the stripes. I'll give you a hint. The stars represent okay. the fifty states. And the stripes represent the number of American colonies that we started with. So how many states do we have? Okay. 50. 50. So there's 50 stars, okay? How okay. many, when, when America was formed, how many colonies were there that started America? Um, and I'll give you a hint. How many times, okay. did, the, how many times did the Liberty Bell sound? Thirteen. There you go. There's thirteen colonies. Fifty <laughs> stars, thirteen stripes that stand for the thirteen colonies of the original folks. And uh, mm -hmm. and you've done really well, man. You've done good today. You have done really Thank good, you. Ben. Thank you for calling in again. Yeah. We appreciate that, Ben. And uh, you're welcome. You have a blessed day. You All too. Right. All right. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. See you, buddy. Bye you're bye. welcome. Okay. Right. Bye, bye bye. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. All right. Oh, Ben's on the spot, isn't he? He's 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 he's, he's really getting these things. That's good. That's good. I, I thought it was interesting. Um, I read this question out just a few moments ago. Well, we're almost about time to go to the break, but I'll go ahead and give it before we go to the break. Which president of the United States was the first to host a Fourth of July celebration at the White House? Now that's interesting. I did not realize who it was, but I should have. Which president of the United States was the first to host? a 4th of July celebration at the White House. And we'll answer that one at the next segment. So y'all call in if you know the answer. If not, wait and get ready, okay? And you folks, tell us when you're what you're doing for the 4th of July this weekend as you celebrate what Jesus has done for us as a country. All right, y'all call right back in a little bit. Thank you. Bye-bye. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Keetan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hey, Alabama, this is Charity Daniels. Hey, this is Joe Bonzel with the Oak Ridge Boys. And I'm Taylor Hicks. You are right where you need to be. Hey, 
Hey, this is Paul Brazier, and we're back with Priority Talk, and we're answering trivia questions, and we're asking folks to call in and let us know what they're doing at their church to celebrate the gift of liberty at their church uh, this, this weekend. So y'all give us a call and let us know that. And if you want to answer the trivia questions, let us know that. Call in, and we will um, we'll let you answer the trivia questions. And you, sh- you can show us your smarts. That's what we call it in Alabama, your smarts. So which president, this is the next question, which president of the United States was the first to host a 4th of July celebration at the White House? Which one was he? So you call in and let us know that. We'll see if we can answer that. I've got several questions today that's going to really hold your attention, and I hope pray you'll stay with us. You may learn something today about uh, our country and about our nation and just some trivial things, but you know God has been so good to us as a nation. Now, we've got so much rich history uh, to uh, um, enjoy and to uh, learn and to thank him for. So um, hope and pray you have a blessed weekend this weekend as we do some trivia and uh, talk about what our churches are celebrating uh, that God's given us here in the, in America. So y'all y'all join in and, and, and call us. We're at 205-941-1011, 205-941-1011. And this is uh, FM 101.1 and AM 850 on your dial. So give us a call when you're ready. We'd love to hear from you today. Uh, I understand, as I told Jason a little while ago, that sometimes, sometimes uh, we don't get many calls on a Friday before a holiday because people are traveling and all. But if you're traveling in your car, uh, get your give your phone to the person riding with you, put them on speaker, give us a call and answer some of these questions with us and get involved with us. And if you're not traveling, call us. We'd love to for you to join us on Priority Talk Live, okay? Uh, this is one of the two days we've had live this week. Uh, as Greg's been out. So you give us a call in just a moment, and that'll be a great thing. Which president of the United States was the first to host a 4th of July celebration at the White House? Hmm, that's interesting. Which president? Anybody got any answers for me? Oh, we've got two holding for me right now. All right, you go, we'll, we'll put them on in just a moment. All righty, who, who are we talking to? Uh, Scarlett. Hey, Scarlett. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Are you calling in to let us know about your church, or are you calling in to answer the question? Well, I'm, I'm going to give a shot at the question. All I'm right. getting off work, so I'm tuning in. So okay. On the, uh, you said the first president to host a 4th of July celebration at the White House? Yes. Was it uh, Thomas Roosevelt, or would it have been Richard Nixon? You were close. It's Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, the writer. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't know it would have been that far back. Wow. Yeah, that, he, was, he was the first one to host a 4th of July celebration at the White House. Isn't that incredible? Wow. And he was the that's one that crazy. pretty much pinned the uh, Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's pretty interesting. Uh, how are you doing today? You doing pretty good? You called in uh, last good. time I was here. That's yes, good. sir. I'm uh, getting off work, thankfully, and right. headed home to have a three-day weekend. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Where do yes, you work at? I work at the uh, Mazda Toyota plant in Madison. Okay. All right. So you're up in North Alabama. That's fantastic. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. I appreciate this Sunday, we're uh, supposed to have, a, at the church, they're going to have, like, the blow-up inflatables for the kids and some water slides and stuff. So we're going to do that, you know. And then Monday, probably do with family, you know, swim, yeah. do fireworks, and just hang out, relax. Well, that's, that's great. Have fun with the kids. Well, I hope you all have a blessed day at your church. And what church do you go to? Um, Providence Baptist Church. Okay, folks. So if you're in Madison, Alabama, 
Y'all come well, out to Providence. In, uh, well, now this one's actually in. I, well, I work in Madison, but I live in Lawrence County, which is okay, uh, a little farther from Madison, probably about thirty to forty minutes away. But it's in uh, Town Creek or in Hatton, Alabama. Okay, yeah, I know where Hatton is, Town Creek. Yes, so. Sir. Brother Burtis Ray is my uh, pastor. All right. So. Well, give Burtis our best, and, and just y'all have a great and blessed time. And, folks, if you're in that area, in the Hatton area, yeah, come join come us. Come join them. They're going to be celebrating what God's done and giving him praise and worship. So And having some right, fun on top right. of it. That's a blessing. That's right. That's a blessing. Can't beat it. Well, y'all have a good fourth. You do the same, Scarlett. Thank you for All calling right. in. All yes, right. Sir, we got somebody on line two right yeah. now. Who am I talking with on line two? You there? In Alabama. Uh, who, who is this again? Jerry Golden, Holly Pond, Alabama. Yeah, Jerry Golden. How you doing? Wonderful, and I knew the answer to the four questions, but <laughs> you never gave the phone number until you got to the fifth one. Oh, I'm sorry. But I didn't know the answer to the fifth one. Okay, so. well, how about if I ask you another one? We'll okay. just do it live, okay? If you don't know, this is a tough one. Uh, what was the total number of people who signed the Declaration of Independence? I'm going to say 37. Oh, you weren't too bad off. It's 56. You weren't too bad uh, off. All right. Well, 19. <laughs> all right. Well, you did good. You did good on that. I, okay. I'll give you an easy one. How's this? Okay. What is the name of the national anthem of the United States of America? Uh, the Star Spangled Banner. Nailed it. You nailed it. All right. That's good stuff. Where you go to church at? Jerry? St. John's St. John's Evangelical Protestant Church in Coleman. Notice Church in Coleman. All right. Coleman. Yeah. You're in Coleman. That's fantastic. I was up it's in former Coleman. former Lutheran Church there one yeah. time, many but, years ago. But you live in Holly Pond, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was in Holly Pond just the other day, and uh, two dear friends of mine passed away who, um, they ran the Alabama Youth Homes. Uh, they were on Brother um, Bob Riley's campaign, and they also... Um, not only did they run the Alabama Youth Homes, but they're on his campaign, and and uh, Joe Thomas um, managed the uh, um, the uh, when George W. Bush was in office, he gave faith-based money out to the states, and Joe made sure that money went to faith-based people that were going to do something with it. And um, fantastic family, and he and his wife both passed away within two two weeks of each other. And I, I and I was um, I was a pastor. They were, they were good people. Do you know were, Joe and Irma? They, uh, they were cremated. I, I happened they were? to be up there. I, I did not know it. I, I was walking my dog in the cemetery at the time, and I asked somebody who died because I knew there were two people there. Yeah. And they said they were cremated, and they were from Madison. Is that correct? They, they're from that area, yes, sir. And they wanted to be buried in Holly Pond, and that was last Saturday, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Two of the last finest Saturday. people I've ever met. Uh, I loved them. They they were great church members when we were in church together. and um, But they're just great people all the way around. Joe and Irma Thomas, two of my closest friends. and. I, love I asked dealing. somebody there uh, down at the chapel uh, who had died because I did not know of any local deaths, and then they told me, but I didn't know how, what, I didn't know if they died in a, like a car accident or what, I just knew that they Nothing. died, you know, and uh, now, are you from Georgia, uh, lived in Georgia? Well, my parents grew up in Leeds, Alabama, and uh, but my first nine years of my life was in uh, Mara, Georgia, just outside Mara. of uh, Atlanta, and then we moved back, back home to Leeds uh, in 69. And so I've been. Well, see, you, uh, you mentioned a while ago that you lived in the town next to uh, the founder of uh, Chick Fil A, which I that's pretty right. sure was Jonesboro. It was Jonesboro, Jonesboro. yes, sir. Mm, sure and, was. Uh, I, I thought it might be Griffin, uh, 
What famous Alabamian was born in Griffin? Do you know? Uh, not necessarily good, good or bad. But, uh, uh, I really don't know. In Griffin, Bull Georgia. Connor. <laughs> oh, Bull Connor was really. I had <laughs> no historical idea. marker. Historical marker there for Bull Connor. <laughs> Birthplace of Bull Connor. <laughs> My goodness, <laughs> I didn't know he was from Georgia yeah. though. I did not know that. I, I, yeah, he, he and of course Dr. Holiday had an office in Griffin many years ago before he went out west. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So. Yeah, but he wasn't. He was from Valdosta, I believe, originally. Though, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, my family's all from Holly Pond. I'm a retired pathologist, and uh, oh, really? I wanted to come back years ago, and I did. Well, I good. Back a number of years ago, so. Oh. Uh, well, but I did not know the answer to the last one. Uh, well, you got the, know, You got these last two. You did good. <laughs> yeah. Well, close anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I, and I was glad to hear about the stripes. I wasn't sure, of course, and you have any stars with it. I was not sure about the stripes. Yeah, they represent the and, colony. Uh, yeah, the colony. Yeah, Georgia was Georgia was the last of the thirteen colonies. Sure was. So, uh, sure yeah, was. Thirteenth colony. Got a lot to be sure proud was. of, don't they? <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. yeah, they barely got in on the on the winning edge right before, and I think they said Alabama would have been the fourteenth if it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always heard that they were unofficially the 14th colony if it yes, came sir. down to it but it, so it, where do you go to church at you, you told me that uh, you go to church saint, at st john's you said in st Coleman. john's uh many years ago it was uh it was formed as a lutheran church actually that's still over the work but okay. it's uh evangelical protestant they broke uh Alrighty. broke away from everybody years ago with yes, the reformed, reformed well, and the Clegg the Cleghorn family will be singing there july the third they'll be uh, singing at our church there too on on, on saturday on saturday so they'll be there with us okay. on saturday well, we got to okay, go to the break, good, brother. Good, brother Jerry, thank you for calling All in. Right. God bless you. Yes, sir. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio with Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Hey, this is Paul Brazier. I'm sitting in for Greg Davis today. Uh, He is away, and y'all continue to keep him in your prayers. Greg's a busy guy, and he and his family are taking some time off and hope and pray they're having a blessed time, and I know we are today. We've been uh, letting you do a couple things. We've had several callers now, and hopefully we'll have a bunch more. Uh, but we're asking you to call us and let us know what your church is doing to celebrate what the Lord has done for them in, in the United States of America with liberty and with freedom and how God's blessed them and how you're celebrating that, uh, what God has given us uh, through, uh, uh, through our, our country that, that he has set us on a good course with. Oh, uh, yes, we're going down some weird paths now, but, but for the most part, the Lord is doing some great work amongst us already, and, uh, and I'm excited about that. I think this will be one of the best Fourth of July celebrations we've had in a while, especially since uh, abortion has been uh, slowed down greatly 
with what the Supreme Court, is, by overruling uh, Roe versus Wade, so I'm excited about that. But how is your church celebrating what God is doing in America and in your church and in your communities today? Y'all call in, let us know if you're singing special songs, if you're preaching special messages, if you're looking at watching some videos, if you're having some fellowships, um, if you're having other things, uh, not only on Sunday, but on other days like we are with a fireworks display over at Central Baptist Church in, in uh, um, uh, Argo, Alabama. It's, a, it's got a trustful address, but it's really Argo. Uh, we're doing that, and I know other churches are doing that too. So anyway, you guys and gals, call in, let us know. And then also, if you want to call in, you can answer some of these trivia questions. And the next trivia question is an easy one. We're going to see if you can get this one. Who gave the Statue of Liberty to the United States of America? Who was it that gave uh, the Statue of Liberty to the United States of America? And Calvin so, Klein, the, Calvin the Klein. fashion designer. Oh, well, you know. He was also a sculptor. Well. I'm kidding. It kind of looks like one of those dresses that he, he you know. Yeah, he probably wears dresses. Who knows? You think so? Uh, I won't be he puts told his, goes that. around putting his name on underwear. So you well, know, yeah. Who t- who knows? Uh, Mr. Calvin's he's got his name on all kind of stuff. So I win. So, ding ding. ding, ding yeah. I, you know, no, that's not the answer. Sorry about that. Um, who gave the Statue of Liberty to the United States? And the, and the same people that gave the Statue of Liberty to the United States are also the same people that helped us helped us fund that war a little bit too. Yep. And folks would be surprised in some respects. They had something uh, to gain from it. That's right. That's right. So y'all call in and let us know who gave the Statue of Liberty to the United States. And uh, when you call, I'm going to ask you another question, too, when you call in. And so uh, if you get one right, this next one's a little tougher. What was the Statue of Liberty's official name? What Margaret. Was Margaret. <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> What are you doing over there standing on the island holding up that torch? Come on in, dear. But you got well, I, I can't say that right now. I don't think she was British. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. But, but either way. like to call her that because Margaret sounds really nice. It sounds nice. really good, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, boy. Fun things going on. Hey, what's your church doing? You know what your church is doing? Uh, mine, I don't have a church. I thought you did. No, no, no. Well, no. You Rabbi, come Rabbi and... Walker was my church, but but he and I are, are not be able to work together anymore now. So, but, oh, really? but we still talk and uh-huh. we still we talk about a lot of good things and stuff. But well, uh, you need to come to Central and be with us. That'd be fun. I, I might do that. I, I wish you that. would. It's, You're it's a lot trustful of fun. kind of guy. That's but uh, we we um, yeah, he and I talk a lot when we get the opportunity to. He's, yeah. He stays busy with, with, with what he's having to do right now, and I'm kind of doing the same thing, and I'm, I miss him. Yeah. Uh, but he, he and I, have, he, he's, he's kind of been my church for the last four or five years now. Well, that's so. good. He's but a brilliant he, man. Oh, really? absolutely. Well, and on days like this, it's, it's really nice. It, you know, in Israel today is actually their um, Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Shabbat Shalom is what mm-hmm. you hear them say. Or, well, actually, tomorrow is officially, you know, Saturday is, you know, well, for tomorrow for us. For they're eight hours ahead of us. Let's see if I can get my brain working. Yeah, but they are celebrating the 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 the, the Shabbat right now, the, or the the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they enter into where and and you've probably seen this before since you've been there. But when they enter into uh, Sabbath, there at the wall of the hotel, you will hear many of them shouting Baruch Hashem Adonai, mm-hmm. which blesses blessed be the name of the Lord. Lord. Yes. So, it, but that. I, a friend of mine is actually there right now that I went to high school with. He's, he's a Seventh Day Adventist mm-hmm. uh, preacher, uh, minister, 
Uh, and I think this is his very first time to go there, but I think he's really falling in love with the place. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The pictures and the videos that he's been sending back over social media have just been astounding. So, yeah. And it makes me homesick every time I see a picture <laughs> of Israel. I, I've only been once, but uh, that I feel more like that's home than, than, than where I was born here in the United States. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, uh, Israel is a special place. Uh, we've been there twice now and uh looking forward to going back again and hopefully in 24 and uh but it's like i told somebody the other day i feel like that's where I, my home is of course one day it will be there uh you know in the sweet by and by as you if we read, read revelation and believe what the scriptures say and i do uh some point in time that's where we're going to be residing for a long That'll time be the millennial reign absolutely right. we will be there Your we will become time. one people with their jewish brothers and sisters yeah uh king david will be resurrected mm-hmm. uh he, he will be kind of the uh the yeah. town mayor kind of sort of <laughs> thing there it's going to be an interesting time and uh you know there's a lot of things that um I, i've i've studied there's a lot of things i teach and all about revelation but it's like i told somebody the other day i said you know god reveals uh, what the revelation actually is. There's a lot of things that we, things we think maybe we speculate because we see the scripture and we think, well, maybe this way, maybe that way. But as we get closer to it, he begins to reveal it, you know, yeah. and uh, just like he did uh, America mm-hmm. to George Washington. Yeah, exactly. That painting that that, mm-hmm. that you see in the Smithsonian of him stepping off of his horse to pray in the, yes. in the fallen snow. That was actually a real prayer that he prayed by himself to ask God for his help in, found, in helping to found this country. That's this right. This country was founded on divine providence. Yeah, I, I believe that, that too. I really believe that. And I believe we've been there. Uh, we were instrumental in having Israel come back as a nation, which is Absolutely. another prophecy. I really believe that. And Absolutely. We had a huge hand in that. And uh, um, I really, you know, it's, it's wonderful what the Lord's done um, as, as we've lived in this nation. Now, there's no mention of the United States in the scriptures that we know of. There's no. There's one reference to an eagle uh, coming and protecting, and that may be us. I don't know. We can hope um, it is. I, I hope it is. Uh, but at some point in time, and, and there's some people that do not believe in a rapture, and, and some of my Adventist friends don't believe in a rapture, but, and then there's others that, that don't believe in it either. But I believe there's going to be a rapture, and I believe that when the rapture happens, a lot, a lot of countries are going to start failing. And um, and that will be an interesting time. So again, uh, what is uh, who gave the Statue of Liberty to the United States, and what was the Statue of Liberty's official name? And uh, I think we got somebody calling in. You may go ahead and push the button. Or you got it. All right, I got it. Who am I talking to right now? Hey, Paul Brazier. It's John Maddox. Hey, John Maddox. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. How about you? I am doing fantastic, man. Doing really good. What's going on at Argo Baptist Church? Well, yeah, I appreciate the invite to share a little bit about our, uh, yeah. about our church. Uh, just some good things going on. We just uh, wrapped up a, a, another successful year of Vacation Bible School. We do it uh, three nights uh, every summer and uh, just wrapped that up this past Wednesday night and uh, averaged uh, between 30 and 35 kids every night. And That's great. had a great time doing that and uh, was able to uh, reach out and be able to meet some neat people and things like that. Um, so we just wrapped that up and heading into the rest of the summer, we're uh, looking at uh, doing some renovations and part of our uh, church facilities, some much needed updates. And so with that is, has brought some new excitement to the church and 
That's great. Uh, people are having a good time with that. So uh, some good things going on. And then tomorrow, uh, I want to let you know about this. Tomorrow yeah. we're going to be at the Shell Station. Uh, we tried this last week, and it was a great success. But uh, last uh, tomorrow uh, at the Shell Station in Argo, yeah. uh, we're going to be giving away free popsicles. Just, just <laughs> to be nice to people. And, uh, you know, a lot of people came up to me last week and said, why are you doing this? And I said, well, I just want to be nice and, and tell you that Jesus loves you. <laughs> and uh, I was able to pray with a lot of people. I uh, had one family uh, come through, and they had been traveling, and their air conditioning in the car had just went out uh, oh, several man. miles uh, before getting to us. And so uh, our free popsicles really uh, did the trick for them. Uh, and then uh, so I was able to hand out some free stuff and uh, uh, give some good, uh, have some good conversations with folks. So some neat opportunities there as well. Man, that's fantastic. What a, what a neat way to celebrate Independence Weekend, man. That's that's super. And uh, take the liberty to go and bless some people. I may just have to get some gas at Shell tomorrow and uh, give hey, you a popsicle, we, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> we have all kinds of flavors and uh, absolute free and got some free Bibles, too, that I'm going to be handing all out right. if anybody uh, needs a Bible. And uh, like I said, just uh, any prayer needs, we'll be more than happy to uh, pray with somebody. I prayed with another guy named John last week. Uh, he was actually there to deliver gas to the Shell station, yeah. and uh, he was sweating up the storm. I took him a popsicle, <laughs> struck up a conversation, and was able to pray for him, and uh, it was a blessing. Man, that's awesome. That's good stuff. Jason, John, and I go back a long ways, and um, he was uh, at the church I pastored in, in Pell City and uh, as a member, and then he helped us a whole lot with the youth, and it was fantastic with youth and and all and then god called him into the ministry and uh he did some youth work and then his pastor now at argo baptist did a marvelous job out there and i'm real proud of him and um uh, but john always has something fun going on and uh yeah, with our kids i, I know my kids uh, especially uh seth and anna and luke they all three of them loved and adored john because he would come up with some of the neatest stuff what was the uh um oh goodness so you you were the kamikaze guy or something i forgot what it was but oh yeah so that we laughed about that charlie and <laughs> it was on a uh it was on a mission trip that we had up to tennessee yeah uh and i forgot the group that we had gone to uh oh it was called reconstruct and yeah. so we did uh we did some uh just some helped out some folks around the nashville area and uh so we stayed at a church up there and during some of our downtime we're just goofing around and uh, I invented this character named Charlie, and, <laughs> and uh, it just kind of took on a life of its own, but we had a good time with that. You, you need to republish Charlie. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, yeah. John's got a wonderful family. Um, his wife, Meredith, and those 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 boys, are so, he's got some boys that are just a lot of fun. They're good, good kids and just, I think, the world of them. But, uh, I, and what's so neat, we're about, I guess, two miles from each other, three miles. Our church is about that, pretty much that close, so... And so it's mm-hmm. neat that we all wound up in the same area. Uh, we got to get together and have some fun, man. Hey, when you get through giving out popsicles, come come watch us blow up the skies uh, next just down the road from you and uh, get some free uh, Southland barbecue at the church um, uh, with us uh, this, this Saturday night if you don't have anything going. Love to see you guys. I know my brother Phil's coming, and you know him, and, and I think my, my youngest brother may be coming too. And so you, oh, you'll, yeah. know, you'll know some people there. So it'd be fun and it's just just bring a lawn chair and some fun, and and I'll, I'll probably see you at Shell tomorrow, and uh, maybe y'all can come tomorrow night and be with us and have some fun there. But yeah, there you go. Just know I really yeah, appreciate so your ministry, man. 
Really do. Well, we're going to be at the Shell Station tomorrow between 11 and 1, the hottest right. part of the day. So uh, <laughs> hopefully the rain will stay away and we'll be able to uh, continue on with that. And uh, forgive me my pun, but it sounds like you guys are going to have a blast tomorrow night. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's gonna so be something. maybe we'll join you. It's going to be yeah. explosive. Yeah, it's going to be explosive. I, I'll be honest with you, John. Last year when we heard about it, I mean, I was, I mean, I started, I was the pastor July the 1st. My first Sunday was July the 4th. And they said, we're going to have on July the 3rd a fireworks display. And I was thinking, okay, I'm going to go. I'm the pastor now. I need to go to that. And I really wasn't expecting anything, John. And, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, our youngest son, he, they got recruited to help them light things. And, uh, and so um, <laughs> he goes out there and uh, he's lighting these things. And all of a sudden, it's like, a, it's like I told you uh, on the phone uh, a few weeks ago, I think uh, we were talking it, it was like the finale started at first. You know how they always end with a finale? Sure. But it yeah. started with a finale, and it just kept on. It never stopped. And so I asked Luke what it was like. I said, man, you were standing right under him. He said, well, I wore my hat, and I've got ashes all over me. And he said, I kind of think I've, it was probably similar to Sodom and Gomorrah with all the ash falling down our head. <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm glad I wasn't in that situation, but. But, yeah, uh, no kidding. But uh, but he said it was incredible because, you know, they, they were putting up so many. But if y'all come, you'll have a great time. But I know one thing. I'm going to get me a popsicle from you guys tomorrow. So so be ready, man. I'll, I'll be there, man. Uh, <laughs> there you pre- go. We got plenty. We, we yeah. have about 110 uh, right. uh, ready in the old Yeti cooler and <laughs> uh, cooled off with the uh, dried ice and everything. So we're ready to go. Oh, man, I appreciate that. That's going to be fun. And I really, I seriously, sincerely mean this. I've always appreciated your your work um, when we were together, and even when you were apart, you've done some marvelous work, and the Lord's used you in great ways. And just know, I love you, man. I'm praying for you, and keep it up, man. And uh, you got a you got a buddy over there that's really pulling for you on just down the road. So just give me a holler if you ever need anything. And um, I sure will, Paul. Thanks so much, and you guys are doing great. Yeah. Well, have, have, have hug the family for me, and maybe who knows, maybe we'll see each other tomorrow. And, they uh, will, and and by by the way, you said earlier my wife was married. I didn't mean that, that. Yeah, Suzette. <laughs> I knew that. My, my brain just stopped. I just I'm sorry. I meant Suzette. That, I, I did feel like I needed to correct. That. Yeah, thank you for doing it. Tell Suzette I'm very sorry. I blew that one. And uh, we, I tell you, that's, that's funny. I, I can't believe I said that. But anyway, I I, I knew her name. I when you said Meredith, I was like, oh no, it's Suzette. I knew exactly. <laughs> Sometimes the old mouth gets ahead of my brain, and uh. You've been around me for a long time, so you know. Yeah, Suzette's wonderful, wonderful lady, and uh, just does a wonderful job with the kids and with the church there too. Um, you, how long have you been there? It's been four years. Uh, years? We've been in Argo for four and a half years. That's what I, I think. It's about four years. Yeah, four and a half years. That's fantastic, yep. man. That is really yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. It's a wonderful yeah. little church. Yeah, good folks. I've heard good things about the church and what what's going on with you guys, and uh, I'm real proud of y'all. Really am. But uh, uh, I got a question for you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Who gave the Statue of Liberty to the United States? You I think it was the French. You nailed it. You nailed it. I got a tough one. I would. <laughs> I would not. If I wasn't looking at the answer, I wouldn't get this right. But you, you're smarter than I am, so maybe you'll get it. What it was the Statue of Liberty's official name? Did you know there was an official name? Other than Lady Liberty, I do not know. That's what I would have guessed, but the answer is liberty enlightening the world. Okay, that's interesting. I, I, I didn't, yeah, know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that until about thirty minutes ago. Well, we're going okay. we're going to run to a break, my brother. Thank you for calling in, man. It's always a blessing to talk to you, man. 
And uh, absolutely, right we'll, back at you. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Take care now. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Paul. All right, love you, buddy. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. Fox Mortgage has been such a help for not only me, but my parents 15 years ago, and now recently my brother and his wife just closed on their first home too, so they've definitely made a huge impact on my whole family. My name is Erin, and um, my husband and I recently started the first time home buying experience, and we heard about Fox Mortgage through my parents. They actually bought a home and went through the process with Mr. Jim Corey and his family about 15 years ago. We were really impressed with Mr. Corey and his family and how personal they were and how they took our questions and really invested in my family with this first time home buying experience. Mr. Corey did a great job of calling me, asking me how I was doing, answering any questions that we had about the process, which I think is really important, especially when you're buying your first house. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. NMLS, Fox Mortgage, 184762, Jim Corey, 212055. We are so proud to have Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his staff be a part of our program. Call them for your mortgage needs at 205-661-6868. They're the best in the business. Hi, this is Randy Robinson, co-host of the Life Today television show and the author of The Age of Promise, and you are with Greg Davis on Priority Talk, Birmingham's daily Christian radio talk show on WHJC. This is Paul Brazier, and we're back again for another segment of Priority Talk. I uh, just want you to know we're asking you to call in to 205-941-1011, 205-941-1011, and help me answer some questions. One is some tri- are, are some trivia questions I'm asking, but also, what is your church doing to celebrate the 4th of July? What God has done for our country, what is your church doing to celebrate that? Uh, is the pastor preaching a special message? Are you showing a special video? Are you uh, having special music with your choir or special song sung or maybe a fellowship or maybe whatever? You know, let us know what's going on because we as a church community ought to be celebrative about what God is doing in our lives. And uh, God's already doing some great things in our country right now, and he's turning some things upside down for us so that we as a church can respond you know, I was thinking about this the other day, Jason, um, you know, with, with the Roe versus Wade being overturned and all, um, you know, I, I mentioned yesterday that somebody was concerned about, well, you know, now they get, they need to get the prices of um, adoption uh, down to where people can afford adoption. Well, the supply is going to go up. That'll naturally come down. Just the laws of economics is going to help us with that. And the Lord's going to help us with that too. But, you know, as the church is enabled to step up and do things like that as we're enabled to step up it's important that we step up and thank god for the responsibility he's given back to us you know we you think about it the church founded harvard university you know the church founded many universities across america and now harvard of all places uh they have an atheist leading is the dean of their chaplaincy yep which blew my mind i was like really I mean, why would you want an atheist 
as the dean well, of the chaplain program. And you program. think about this way, too. Everything God does, Satan tries to make a counterfeit That's to. That's exactly so, it. And it just follows one overlap, trying mm-hmm. to overlap the other constantly mm-hmm. through all of time yeah. so far. And, and our government has, invo- has evolved in such of a way that they're beginning to take over things. And so it's kind of made it harder for churches uh, legally and tax purposes and other things for us to be in the business of you know, running a, uh, uh, a college, running a hospital, uh, running you know, daycares and all that, too. And, uh, and so we need to, as a church, get ready to step up for it. Hey, we got a hard break. We got a hit real quick. We went along, along on the first segment. But y'all come back to us. Here's the question. I want you to answer it for me on the Declaration of Independence. Who had the largest signature? Call me and let us know. Thanks. Hey, this is Greg, and I want to thank you for listening. You know, if you look around, the rising cost of, well, everything can make the future feel overwhelming. And have you seen how expensive hospital visits are? But there is good news. With Christian Healthcare Ministries, you don't have to worry about your family's medical cost. CHM is a health cost sharing ministry that enables Christians from around the globe to carry each other's medical bills and spiritually support one another. Monthly gift amounts are low and go directly to support fellow Christians. And when you have medical bills, your Christian family will be there to help you. Since 1981, CHM has satisfied billions of dollars worth of eligible medical bills for hundreds of thousands of Christians. They're a BBB-accredited ministry and the only health cost-sharing ministry endorsed by Dave Ramsey. If you're tired of worrying about rising costs and skyrocketing medical bills, it's time to check out CHM. CHM is the longest-serving biblical solutions to your health care costs. Visit chministries.org slash gather to learn more. That's chministries.org slash gather to learn more about CHM. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Hey, this is Paul Brazier. I'm filling in for Greg Davis again today on Friday. We're beginning our next to last segment right now. And when we cut away from that last segment, I left you with a question, a trivia question. A cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. Yes, you're right. And uh, you can call in on 205-941-1011, 205-941-1011, and try to answer the, the question. And we're not giving out prizes or anything like that, but we just want to prove that our listeners are smart people. And, uh, and if you get it wrong, you're still smart. We'll give you one you can answer. On the Declaration of Independence, who had the largest signature? Who did had you have the, an accent like this? I don't think so. No. No. So you didn't have to worry about him like grabbing the quill, sticking it too hard into the inkwell, and then scribbling all over the thing. Either way, his signature pumped it up. You know what I'm saying? His big signature. So who had the largest signature? And I'm told that this person had a real strong alt against the British Empire because he was upset and angry, and he wanted to make sure that the king saw his signature. Oh, Savoy McGillicuddy, right? (laughs) I'm not so sure about that one. (laughs) 
Uh, that's not the answer, folks. But uh, if you want to call in and let us know uh, who had the largest signature on the Declaration of Independence, please call in and let us know. Let us know that you're a good listener and that you know your history. And if you want to call and talk about what's going on with your church this weekend, please call and let us know. We want to know. We're proud of our churches in the state of Alabama, proud of our church families all across the, the nation. Uh, we got folks even in Michigan calling in and uh, there, uh, but if you would, we're, just, we're proud of the Christian church and everywhere that's at. And uh, hope and pray you'll call in. Let us know what your church is doing to celebrate what God has done for our country for many, many years now. So call in and let us know, okay? Love to hear from you today, 941-101.1, or actually 1011, and uh, we'll get that. Uh, again, that, that was um, some interesting stuff that we were talking about earlier uh, about the different people and uh, the different things with the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to, um, did you know there were two presidents of the United States that died on the 4th of July of the same year? I didn't do it. I was here the entire you, you time. That's my right. alibi. <laughs> it wasn't you. It wasn't you. Uh, two presidents passed away on the 4th of July. There were actually three, but there were two that died in the same year. And that was uh, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. Now, I'm not going to ask that question because I don't know if how many people would get that when I wouldn't have gotten it. But anyway, um, we still have the question out there, folks. Who had the largest signature? That ought to be an easy one to get. Ought to be an easy one to get. So call us in just a moment. Let us know. I think we got a caller now on line one. No, maybe we don't. <laughs> maybe somebody's calling in to uh, let us know that our car insurance is overdue or something. But uh, anyway, um, we've got a. Uh, uh, We've got that question out there. Who had the largest signature on the Declaration of Independence? I know you know this one. We do have somebody on line one. Who am I talking to today? This is Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Where are you from, Anthony? Uh, Gardendale. All right. What church you go to? Uh, well, I'm in between churches right now. Okay. All righty. You want to answer our question? Yeah, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is just a guess, okay? But right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess John Hancock. You nailed it. You nailed it. And that's why, that's why people say, put your John Hancock right there. There and, you go. Uh, and uh, he had an alt with the British Empire. He was ticked off about the taxes, and he wanted to make <laughs> sure that the king knew his name, and he, that's why he signed it so big. And so, uh, John Hancock, you nailed it. Some folks will say, put your John Henry here. I'm not sure how it developed into that. But it's always been mostly John Hancock. John Hancock. Well, um, let me tell you something about that John Henry. Yes, sir. I... My uh, my father's name was James Henry. Really? And uh, yeah, when people would say that to him, you know, put your John Henry right here, he'd say, "How about James Henry?" <laughs> <laughs> he, he turned that one around pretty quick, didn't he? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's good, Anthony. Uh, how long you been out in Garland, Gardendale? Uh, since uh, two thousand one. 2001. So you're originally from Alabama? All my life. All right. That's good. That's good stuff, man. I appreciate you calling in on that. I want to ask you another question. Sure. Uh, this will uh, be one you can help me move ahead with some things. Why was the Boston Tea Party's tea shipment ruined? Well, if I remember my history, I'm 68 years old, so it's been All a while right. since I've been, been in school. But I think uh, it was a revolt against uh, the colonists being taxed. There you go. Without, without having proper representation. 
Well, you nailed it, my brother. You flat nailed it. All right. All right. Hey, you, you did good. You, you two out of two, man. You had some good history teaching. Where'd you go to high school at? Uh, they torn it down now. It's no longer there, but it was uh, West End High. Yeah, I remember West End. 68 to 72, West End Lions. Man, that's, they had some good teams back then, too. Oh, good, boy. Good stuff. <laughs> Fun stuff. Well, I really appreciate you calling in, my brother. And anytime you listen in, call us, and we'd love to hear from you some more. And I'll be praying for Thank you while you're you in between churches. And, uh, that, I appreciate it. Yeah. And if you ever out our way, come out to Trustful and be with us some. We'd love to have you. <laughs> well, you you take care, right. my brother. Thank you for calling. Okay. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was a good answer there, folks. want to share with you another question. Uh, here it is. Um, in what year were fireworks first used to celebrate the 4th of July? Now, this, this one kind of threw me a minute. I, I was kind of... Um, this kind of took me back. In what year were fireworks used to celebrate the 4th of July? Now, that's not talking about shooting at British. This is like regular fireworks. I'm going to take a guess. All right, go ahead. 1789. Uh, no, uh-uh. Duh. It, it, was, it was much sooner than I thought it would have been. Really? That's why I was surprised. So yeah, they signed a declaration in 1776. But, but what was their favorite brand of fireworks? See, that's the thing we may never know. Well, you don't, you're not going to believe this, but... I was I was reading some stuff a little while ago, and the people that invented fireworks, Chinese. Yeah, of course, the Chinese. I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh, I should have yeah. known Absolutely. that. Absolutely, gunpowder. And uh, and so they invented it. So I don't know if they got it from them or if they started. That's where everybody else it got it from. Yeah. Uh, and and part of the uh, equation in that was dried bird droppings at the time. Oh, well, because of the the the, the natural chemical that birds release when they uh, use the bathroom. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, absolutely. I thought you were saying that because they shot some birds down with the. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> they now, were actually dropping all over birds the place. <laughs> sometimes, if you uh, are, are, are really mean uh, and want to feed the seagulls Alka Seltzer, which is illegal to do that, yeah. that's when they become exploding birds. But don't yeah. do that. That's right. That could be. Pl- I didn't say that. You didn't hear that here. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, who's the author of the Pledge of, Alle- of Allegiance? Who is I would the say author? me, but that would be wrong. That would be wrong. That would be wrong. That, that's my next tough question I've got there. Who's the author of the Pledge of Allegiance? I remembered when I looked it up, but um, but I honestly, I, I'd forgotten. So I guess I'm getting old. I mean, I forgot um, John Maddox's wife's name for about half a second, even though I knew her name just as sure as the world when he said, you said you called her a different name. And I was like, oh, I know who her name is. I called her name out. But my, my brain sometimes gets way ahead of my mouth, and that's not always a good thing. But who is the author of the Pledge of Allegiance? And the weird thing is, the guy was a was a Baptist preacher, an American Baptist preacher, but for some reason in Wikipedia they call him an American Socialist Baptist preacher. And I think the reason was uh, that they put that there is because he wanted some type of health care for the elderly, and they thought he was a socialist, and they labeled him that way, even though he was wanting some help with with people like that. So I thought that was an interesting thing. Um, but he was a Baptist preacher. Um, he was influenced by some great other preachers. I'm not going to give his name out. I'm just going to kind of hint around. But his daddy was a Baptist preacher, um, and he was uh, um, uh, his father was a Baptist preacher. And they moved to Rome, New York, to pastor First Baptist Church in Rome when when this young man was five years old. So he grew up under a strong Baptist theology. Most people, most people 
call him one of the greatest uh, as far as just a, a preacher that's a patriot, a great patriot because he loved the United States. And of course, he wrote the, the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. So if you got an idea on that, uh, give us a call. You want to look it up, look it up. And uh, if not, we'll learn in just a few minutes who that was. So it wasn't Ernest Ainsley. Then. It wasn't Ernest Ainsley. <laughs> Friends. Yeah, come out to there. Um, but anyway, uh, it wasn't Ernest Ainsley. And, uh, but anyway, that was a, a pretty good stuff there. And I'm going to let that one kind of marinate for a moment. If anybody wants to call us about what's going on with their church, it's your time to, to celebrate and share and put some stuff out there about your church. It's good stuff. And um, we'll put that on the air also. So just give us a holler at uh, 205 941 1011. I've always enjoyed the 4th of July. I always have. I have too. I love getting a, a big old plate of food and especially getting a pig sickle. A pig sickle? You know what yeah. a pig sickle is, right? Well, I ain't heard that what, one. Bar- barbecue pork ribs. Really? Yeah, I ain't thought I about it. My, well, my dad used to call it that. Let's go get a pig sickle. <laughs> love that stuff. Yeah. Can't beat it. Yeah. They used to put, put it on a stick and you'd eat it off a stick. Now, here's a, here, here's a good question. All right. Go for Do it. Do you prefer the gar- barbecue sauce or the dry rub? I'm a dry rub. I'm a dry rub guy, too. I'm a dry rub I, guy. I, I, I used to be over barbecue sauce, but the first time I had a good dry rub, I was like, never going back. Yeah. Just, I got spoiled at that yeah. point. I, I, you know, I like a dry rub. I, I especially like dry rub on uh, chicken wings. Oh, yes. That, that's what I really oh, like. Yeah. Um, there's a place in Albany, Georgia, and my oldest son is, uh, is the worship pastor down at Sherwood Baptist in, in Albany, Georgia, and, and uh, just... And, and, I was supposed to be with him today sometime. That's why I canceled. But something come up, we couldn't go down there. So, but anyway, uh, he um, uh, he took me to a place called Locos down there. And I'll be honest with you, every time I go there, I have to eat there at least twice. I mean, I may be there one day. I may be overnight, and I'm going to eat there twice, unless my youngest son's with me. My, my youngest son likes going to some sort of a Tex-Mex kind of place that's down there that's really good, too. But, man, I could, I could eat their chicken wings. You know why I like them so much? They're charred a little bit. Oh, yeah. They're charred a little that, bit. That makes them better, I think. Yeah, dry rub, got the charred, you know, and you're like, my goodness, this is like growing up, you know, when they used oh, yeah. to cook on the grill and char those jokers yeah, absolutely. up. Oh, it was good stuff. And so we'd eat those things, and, and uh, I love going to Locos. That's fun. And um, I'm loco for Locos. And so uh, we have a good time when we go down there and eat and and enjoy but you know I, the thing i remember about the fourth of july is two things hot and cold i can remember being hot and sweaty because it's stinking hot all day long I, and you're eating hot food and it's really good whether it be hamburgers or hot dogs or whatever and then all of a sudden it's time to go hit somebody's pool or you're in the ocean and the cold water hits you and you're like i can handle this i can handle the hot because i know i'm going to get cold in just a minute I hadn't had anybody call me about this, uh, who was the author of the Pledge of Allegiance. And um, I'm going to give it to you if y'all don't call me in just a minute or two. After it wasn't we Ray at, Charles? It wasn't Ray Charles. America! Yeah, it wasn't Stevie Wonder, you know, my sorry, I'm all, you know, it wasn't him either. And it wasn't Willie Nelson, maybe I, you know, I, I, you know I, those are some pretty bad imitations. But, but it was somebody else that's a lot older than those guys. Who was the author of the, America, uh, of the Pledge of Allegiance? Lawrence and Welk. Lawrence Welk. Yeah, make that little pop sound and watch the little bubbles fall. But uh, call us about what your church is doing uh, in the next segment or answer the question. And as we get ready for the 4th of July weekend, this is Paul Brazier filling in for Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Y'all come back with us on the last segment, okay? 
This is Bailey. And this is Lil. We just bought our first home through Fox Mortgage. Sisters Bailey and Lil talk about their experience working with Jody Davidson at Fox Mortgage. So when we first started the house buying process, our parents referred us to Fox Mortgage. When they bought their home, they said it was just a great process. We used Jody with Fox Mortgage and she was very, very helpful, quick with our responses to our silly questions. Uh, Again, we were very not experienced in the home buying process. When we went to closing on our close on our house we were told that we had the lowest interest rate for that day that they had seen in a while as well. They made the first time home buying experience extremely easy and a smooth process. Call 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, quick as a fox. NMLS Fox Mortgage 184762. Look, whether you're looking for your dream home or a refinance, Jim and his team will work to find the right loan program for you at the lowest rate. Jim's ready to go to work for you today. Call him, 205-661-6868. Hey, Priority Talk listeners, Greg Davis here, and I want to tell you about the newest sponsor to the show, and that's Pesty.com. Pesty.com is pest control just done better. Pesty.com uses pro-grade formulas to defend your home against all kinds of pests, and it's delivered directly to your door. It's easy to use and safe for the kids and pets, and at one quarter of the cost of traditional pest control companies, it's a no-brainer. Pesty.com is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not satisfied, they'll refund your money 100%. So check them out at Pesty.com. That's P-E-S-T-I-E.com and protect your home or business this season. Make sure you use the promo code GREG at checkout. That's Pesty.com and use the promo code G-R-E-G at checkout to save 10% off your order. I am David A.R. White and you are listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk Radio. All right, we're back with a final segment of uh, Priority Talk. And, man, I love that song, What Colors Love. Our question that we left with is, who is the author of the Pledge of Allegiance? And then I ask you to call in if you have an announcement from your church. And lo and behold, we've got two more callers in, so I'll go with number one here. Uh, who have I got on the air with me right now? Ooh, I don't know that one. You don't know <laughs> this that? Is <laughs> this is Ken. This is who? I couldn't hear you. This is Ken. 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 Yep. Where are you from, Ken? Rim, rim lap. We live over there. We're over here burning brush stall in Mount Olive right now, though. <laughs> oh, you're burning brush in Mount Olive? Where do you go to church I, at? Uh, uh, Beachwood. Beachwood, all right. Okay. A- actually, actually, right here. <laughs> That's great. Now, is, that, is, is Joey the pastor there? Joey Hill? No, Joey's out at, uh, oh, wow. That's right, because oh. he was the youth pastor there at one time, I think, wasn't he? Was, oh, Greg! Greg was here. That's right, Greg. I knew Greg or Joey was, was, pa- was a youth pastor. Joey's at Joey's at High Point. That's right, corner. That's corner. right. That's right. Yeah, that was my next door neighbor growing up. All righty. <laughs> so you calling in to answer the question, or, or give us a, a, no, something that's going on with your church? I was just wanting to wish y'all a, a, a good Fourth of July. Well, I appreciate that, you know, kid. It's, it's so it's so great to live in a free country, but even better the uh, the freedom that Christ gives us. Amen. Amen. And, Y'all have a good weekend, man. I appreciate you, Ken. Y'all have a great one, too, man. And thank you for calling. Appreciate that. All righty. Got somebody on line, too? Who am I talking to? Who? Who? Rylan. Rylan. Okay. Hey, Rylan. Yeah. All right, Rylan from Boaz, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How 
are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Where do you go to church at? Oh, uh, my eyes don't go to church, but according to that is the question. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll let you do that. All right. Who is the author of the Pledge of Allegiance? Um. <clears throat> so you know how um, who's the author of the Pledge of Allegiance? That's what I'm asking you. Um. So basically, the author of the Pledge of Allegiance is um. I'm pretty sure it is um. I think it was John Adams? No, it wasn't John Adams. It wasn't John Adams. I'll tell you who it is, okay? It's a guy named Francis Bellamy. He was a... Francis Francis Bellamy. He was a Baptist preacher, and uh, he wrote the Pledge of Allegiance. I heard about him once. Well, that's good. How old are you? How old are you, Ryan? Twelve. Twelve? That's awesome. What school do you go to? I know that. What school do I go to? Yeah, what school? Sardis Middle. All right, you like it? What's the high school gonna, you're going to go to one day? Sardis Middle School. I mean, Sardis High School. Oh, okay, Sardis. Okay, well, that's good stuff, man. Well, you'll learn yeah. a little bit more when you get to the high school about the American history, but it's good to talk to you. And I want to I want to encourage you guys to go to church this weekend, okay? I want you okay, to go to church and, because the Lord's the one that's given us the freedom uh, in this country. He, he formed this country in a great way and put it in the minds of men and women and they fought for it and god saw us through it and that's where we are today and we just want to give him praise so i want you to give him praise on this fourth of july weekend okay can you do that for me rylan yes i can i know you can man you're a great young man i appreciate you calling in all right all righty bye take care (laughs) bye-bye that's precious isn't it i love kids they're a lot of fun especially about that age is a hoot as a hoot well, it's, it's been good to be on the air. I, I want to. There was one other question I was going to ask. I'm going to go ahead and ask. If somebody wants to call in, they can. Uh, this is. I better not ask that one. I might get in trouble for that. No, I can ask that one. Th- this is an interesting one. Is that that one about giraffes are not really the, the, the type of uh, dinner meat you would put on the <laughs> table for Fourth of July? I'm not so sure. Roasted giraffe. I mean, it, it might. What go kind of trivia are you reading out of, man? You don't want to know. <laughs> It's pretty messed up. <laughs> it's pretty messed up. This I thought this was interesting, and for for them to put it on this trivia thing, I thought well, this is kind of it's got me a little, you know, kind of looking at things, kind of funny. It says, "Why do hospitals receive an influx of patients on the Fourth of July? What's the reason? The main reason that hospitals receive an influx of patients on the Fourth of July? <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> fireworks yeah, related fireworks, injuries. Not letting them go and that's being it. foolish with them. That's it. And th- here's one that's really that's related to Fourth of July. It's really good. How many people signed the Declaration of Independence on the Fourth of July? Fifty six. Well, that's how many signed it total. Oh, total. But on the Fourth of July. On the Fourth of July. And they, they had to pass that thing around around to get people to sign it. But on the first day that it was um written and, and put out there on the fourth of July. How many signed it? I was surprised mm. at this answer. Uh, I'm going to guess and, and say around 18. It was two. Two. Okay. Two. Well, they were busy. They were busy, and they got it around. And I, and again, I, after some of them had signed it, that's why John Hancock signed it a little bit later. Well, here's, here's a couple of trivia questions for yeah. you about, about Benjamin Franklin. Oh, really? First off, what was, what was his choice for the national bird? Oh, I know that one. Turkey. Bingo. Second of all, did you know that he had a propensity to run his mouth too much oh, yeah. when he drank? So <laughs> they had to post someone with him at all time when he went to his local tavern mm-hmm. because otherwise he would give away way too much. Yeah. 
He also um, had other issues, too, when he traveled back to the old country, so I won't go there on that. He's also responsible for the phrase, yes, your father smells of elderberry. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's a Monty Python thing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty interesting. You know, this is another one. This is a good one. Who was England's king on the 4th of July, 1776? It'd be Charles, wouldn't it? King George the Third. George, that's right, yeah. Old George. The old German. Yep. He oh. was actually part of, the, part, part of the British crown was part German. I didn't for, realize For a while, yeah. Wow, interesting stuff on the 4th of July. Main thing is, I know we're about to go away in just a moment, but the main thing is I hope and pray that everybody in the listening audience will be in church Sunday. Uh, you need to be there to give God thanks for what you've got. Uh, give him praise, give him worship, because he deserves it. We are, even though we're going through some difficult times as a nation, we still have an incredible nation, and God allowed it, and God has helped us get to where we are, and he, he'll help us get in better places if we'll keep listening to him. So y'all celebrate the Lord this weekend, worship, thank him for what he's been doing, and uh, be safe this weekend, and we'll be back with you this next Tuesday. You take care. Greg will be back with you this next Tuesday, and hopefully I'll be here on Thursday. Take care. Have a blessed Fourth of July weekend, and we're signing off for today. Greg, you and Sandy have a great weekend, too. Hope and pray I hear from you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. I'm not always bidding the best man a friend for you, but your love remains true, and I don't know why. Always seem to give me another try